we're live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This Vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because I was off at a Celtic festival today and I saw somebody with a t-shirt that said that they had visited the Creation Museum and I was a good boy. I didn't laugh in their face or ask to take a selfie with them so that they could be mocked mercilessly. They were old, so I, I figured it was probably just better to wait for them to just go ahead and die. I'm sorry, was that mean of me? Partisans to follow through with the old adage, sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. And yes, that is actually 100% honest, the truth. I, I, did, I have not embellished in any way, shape, or form. That is actually what happened today. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble all over the place. Uh, you can pretty much find me everywhere under that name, S-H-U-J-I-N. Oh, we're going to have uh, something that qualifies as uh, fun, almost. Uh, yeah, yes and no. We got stuff. Let me go ahead and introduce you to everybody, because, you know, it's kind of what I do around over here. Top left-hand corner of the bingo card, uh, far outside of the Greater Toronto area. Uh, Dallin, good evening. Yeah, just to let everybody know, I'm about as far away. <laughs> I'm, about as, I'm about as far away from the Toronto, from the Greater Toronto area. Uh, you know what? I could say something, but I'm not going to. But uh, yeah, look, I'm on the other side of the country. I'm gonna I'm gonna make this a running joke, man. I'm I'm gonna I'm going to keep finding new places to put you outside of. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make it tough. I'm gonna, I'm gonna all right, find all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm about as far away from the GTA as Donald Trump is away from being a stable genius. All right. <laughs> Man. Hey, hey, hey! You set it up. Yes. I spike it. Yeah, I, I, I got, I got you. I got you. Actually, I, I, I kinda, uh, he doesn't accuse you of being a newbie, so you're you're good. I was expecting him to say something along the lines of, I'm as far as away from the GTA as Donald Trump is to be able to successfully perform a GTA. I don't know how to what? take that one. Uh, GTA, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, no, yeah, I, got, I, got that, I got that. I, got that. I, I seriously doubt Trump even knows how to drive. That's, it could be entirely possible. That's okay. He just gets people to do it for him. And yeah. along with exactly. He could never commit it because he doesn't know how. <laughs> Down and to the right, inside of the Midwest of the U.S., Bridget. Good evening. Good evening. Mother Nature is off her meds again. What else is new? A little off to the right <laughs> into Ohio. Joey, who may or may not last the evening, depending as to how things go. Good evening. Uh, Good morning. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how this plays out, right? Well, hey, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair we're getting better at this. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we did witness him taking a shot of uh, of the green NyQuil, mm -hmm. uh, which means, yeah, he, he could be rare enough for a coma here pretty quick. Possibly. And uh, a little bit further to the right into your fired territory yet again. Wow, this is this is this is actually a new record from what I understood. Under no tech. Good morning. There's nothing good about this morning. 
Yeah. Every day that goes by down here, it's getting worse. You remind me of a very old Sir Patrick Stewart with that hat. You know that. He looks like a shithead. That's kind of the point, yeah. (laughs) Hey, uh, I was at the office. They gave me the hat. They told me I was the shit. (laughs) Can't can't argue. Can't can't bring that one up to HR at that point because, I mean, what what are you going to do? Exactly. So I took a dump on their desk. Okay, that's usually a... uh, That's a you problem. No, that's a creative letter of resignation. Usually. Which they still probably want writing, so... That... I was just poking fun of uh, the Like a Boss music video. (laughs) I'll take your word on that. So, anyway, as always, everybody, thank you very much for joining us. We hope that you have yourself... uh, uh, a time tonight. I'd like to say a fun time, but uh, we've got stuff that we're going to have fun talking about. Yes, I said fun. Sure. I'm going to try not to have all of my teeth explode tonight. Thanks. Uh, as for uh, where is Joseph right now? Uh, probably still asleep. And it's okay. That's okay. He he. If If he's around, he knows. He's just not logged into Discord, and uh, it is what it is. We'll have him back whenever it happens. So, of course, as always, all of you guys who are watching us live and uh, commenting over on the live chat, thank you very much. We really do appreciate it up here. Uh, Let's see. Stephanie, Felis, I'm not doing that one again. Ryan, Trippin, hi, guys. Thanks for for joining us. Yeah, we've, uh, we've, we've got... We've got the stuff that's going to be going on tonight, and I wanted to uh, I wanted to go ahead and let everybody know that uh, because last week I tried the oh what was it that I had last week? It was um, damn it! I forgot what it was that I uh, that I got from the duty free. Eh, whatever. Uh, since last week was anniversary of you know. My lady and I meeting each other. I, I've decided that tonight I'm going to go ahead and have some, some of the wine that we like. No, I have not had an entire bottle. No, I'm not going to have an entire bottle. We've already found out that two bottles is over my limit. Shut up. A liter and a half of wine. Yeah, in two hours. That's not usually a, a healthy thing to do. I, I've found out. So, that sounds like my mid twenties. Yeah, I'm not in my mid twenties anymore. Yeah. And at my mid twenties was also a half liter of one fifty one, which I found out Bacardi's not making anymore, so part of me inside died a little bit. That's okay. Then I rejoiced because I found two other companies that still make uh um hundred and fifty one proof uh rum, so all good. You know what? If if worse comes to worse and you need to keep your car running, I guess you could eventually find something i know i it's the um i use a mixture of 151 and have you heard of the kraken yes right it's a very dark very heavily its flavor is as heavy as 151 is potent in terms of alcohol content i like it though so what i do is i mix the two when i make my rum balls for the holiday seasons and I've actually gotten people drunk off as little as three rum balls. 
The Kraken is good stuff. Well, the Kraken's got so much flavor, it doesn't take a lot of it, which allows me to put in a lot of the 151 and give it the, that punch. And I have to put warning labels. When I hand out uh, rum balls, I hand them out in, in little groups of six. And I put a little warning on them and said, do not drive. That's probably the, the best thing to do. I, every time I hand it to somebody, it's like, if you eat these, you must call a cab. That makes perfect sense. May cause drowsiness. Translation, <laughs> don't make any fucking plans. Drowsiness, bullshit. It's like you won't be able to walk a fucking straight line, dude. Back in Trans- the, back Translation, in- don't make any fucking plans. <laughs> yeah. Back in college, we had, a, we had a term for that. It was the... Uh, it was the Stevie Wonder Factor, which was after however much you've drunk, the Stevie Wonder Factor is if you close your eyes and dance your head back in a big figure eight and then stop, how long does it take before your inertial dampening system takes effect and you are actually seeing correctly directly in front of you? <laughs> uh, it, it, it is usually rather entertaining. But uh, not 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 that we ever got drunk in college because we we were we were too young for that. That would be wrong. <sighs> well, I right. I, n- I, I never did. My friends. I never did actually. Seriously, with, I didn't. With my friends, I found out it directly correlates to the theme park system. Hmm. If we go to a theme park, the amount of rides that go like this that people, my friends, can get on and walk a straight line after getting on is. To, determines how many drinks they can have before they can no longer walk a straight line. They take one ride and they're all over the place. <laughs> you're one pilsner and you're done. There's a uh, there's a ride uh, up near me called the Mind Eraser. So yep, I put him on, on that. It. Put him on that and, and see what happens. Anywho, the Sidewinder's fun too. Mm, not so, not as bad as the Mind Eraser. We'll keep that in mind. So. With that in mind, I think now is about as good a time as any to go ahead and uh, get us rolling for tonight's show. So, as usual, with uh, five minutes on my clock, I know, I know, I, I need to find a, a website that I can put up a clock thing on for or get a video to, to drop it. I'll, I'll, I'm still trying to figure it out. In any case, with that five minutes on the clock... You five minute freestyle starts right now. This one I titled "Why," and it's not the same "Why" as what I've I've done before. "Why" in this case is, well, you kind of have to follow this along for a second. It's who's on first, what's on second. I don't know who's on third. I'm talking about the guys on first base. So that would be you know who, right? Yes. Okay. So what is on second? I don't know who's on third. Why is in left field? I can't tell you how much collectively we hosts were basically going, okay, that is arguably the most batshit thing that we've heard to date. Knowing full well that there is still yet more to come from way out in left field. There's now apparently a conspiracy by the light bulb industry to put out light bulbs that use a temperature I'm I'm using the correct terminology for it by the way that put out a specific temperature of 
light frequency, otherwise known as color, that is making his skin the orange that we see. I could not have come up with this one. And people who have known me for a long enough time have known I've come up with some really weird ideas. It's fair to say that as far as conspiracies go, this one is actually, believe it or not, plausible. Now, before anybody goes ahead and says, all right, no, wait, you're off your rocker. No, no, no. Photographic lighting is done against a temperature, not a color, a temperature. The temperature determines what the actual color is. And if you've got some higher-end photography equipment, you will see where the white balance is actually controlled by that temperature gradient, usually measured in Kelvin. And you can get something that is closer to the red side and stuff that is closer to the blue side. And if you go looking for light bulbs, yes, you're going to have a hard time finding light bulbs now. Because the vast majority of this stuff is done with LED now. Because they are controllable up and down the color spectrum. They're completely controllable for the output in lumens. They are entirely controllable because they are higher quality. They are more advanced. They are technologically light years above a simple tungsten. And that's where this entire thing gets me giggling. Because sure, if you were to use a good old-fashioned incandescent bulb, yes, it is a piece of burning filament that, yeah, you would probably end up with that orange possibly being able to be brought out. And yes, if you're using LEDs, you can actually change the color of the lights a little bit before somebody notices. But then I thought back a little ba- a little ways. And you remember some hero put up the picture behind the President of the United States of America. A doctored version of of the seal of the office of President of the United States of America, reminiscent of the two-headed bird in some other Euro-Asian country that we won't name because that would be wrong. And I think to myself, you know what? Maybe the guy is onto something. Maybe they're actually is somebody on the inside that is doctoring the color of the lamps that are lighting up the place so that he actually does come across with this different pal on his skin. And then I think to myself, oh, if only we had such a person because they would actually be in a position of lighting this guy up so that he looked human. 
And Lord knows, nobody has paid that well. Nobody has treated that well to do it. And, I mean, if anybody was really going to be able to do it, I'd put my money on whoever it is that did the video for Weird Al's video of foil. Have you watched it all the way through? You should. This is episode 278 on the docket, Your Honor. You think brain nerd would mean smart. Did you did you did you look over the information about this week's episode? This uh school district in Minnesota people say, okay, the theory of evolution comes from the mid-1800s, and, well, we have new science these days, and that was never proven, so why are we treating this like it's some kind of a, like, a thing? Because they don't Uh, understand what scientific theory is. They keep thinking of a layman's theory, which is a hypothesis. I've got one word. Superbugs. Yes, and we will we'll get to all that. I've got one word: stupidity. Well, that's that's. I mean, that depends on how well you say it. In the South, Let me that could be that. seven words. Let me rephrase that: one word, ignorance. Yeah. Two words, willful ignorance. Yeah, I know. However, being that I did go looking for new information on uh, the whereabouts of Reef Badawi this week, I've. I got nothing, and it's uh, it's really, really tough on me, because as much as I would really like for there to be new information, it, you know, it, it is what it is. So, um, yeah. Unfortunately, I even went looking over on the webpage dedicated specifically for Rafe Badawi. And there's no new information over there either. Hoping that I'd be able to find something. As of the recording of tonight's show, it has now been seven years, three months, three days since he was unjustly incarcerated for thought crimes. Our hopes, our thoughts are still with you and your family. We are still hoping and waiting. And I'm not giving up on this countdown. Not by a long shot. At all. So, you guys know for well, I don't like to make this show about my goddamn country. I don't like that because there's just too damn much. I want it to be much broader. But, to be fair, I kind of thought that since this popped up in the news, this is a good enough jumping off point because we've got morons like this all the frick over the world. Well, yeah, we've got one here, actually. Yeah. Yeah, we've got... uh, Now, I want to make sure that we understand. I'm kind of opening this and broadening this a little bit further than just, we don't want to teach kids X, Y, Z. Yeah, I I said it right, shut up. Because this kind of thing has uh, has, has percolated out in many different ways, in many different countries, and I'll show you what I mean because I'm going to be going over to uh, I'm going to be going over to Bridget in a little bit, uh, not too very long from now because, um, well, 
she knows of which the story that I'm going to make reference to, even if I don't necessarily remember the person involved. But I'll get to that in a minute. So the long and short of this is that the school district or the head of the school district, you know, I don't even remember what the hell her title actually is. I don't, I don't it really was the president of the school board, okay. uh, board president Sue Kern from Brainerd School, the Brainerd School Board in Minnesota. I actually have the article pulled up. Okay. Basically, it came down to uh, her, her, her complaint, and I, I did listen to the audio that's also linked on the on the article complaining that you know darwin's theory of evolution uh through natural selection came out in the mid 1800s her words and has not yet been has has never been proven i believe is the direct quote and the person that answered her back about it basically said uh yeah it's 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 shown itself to be accurate. Nothing has come out that has yet disproven it, which I know is not a good argument, but it was good enough for the moment. We'll give the person, you know, a, a little bit of breathing room on this one. But the idea that someone that would be in charge academically no, that's not the word I'm looking for. Uh, in charge. <sighs> I'm not quite sure what the word is that I'm that I'm looking in for. In charge of an institution. Ad- no, sorry. Administratively yeah. in charge. That's the term I'm looking for. Of a school district, a public school district, who is supposed to be the steward of the education of the new and up-and-coming generations... And you know how I feel about that. I've said it before. I'm sorry. I completely find that unconscionable. And as I put on the Discord server, you know, there there are some people who are involved in this who should have been pelted from their jobs yesterday or before the school season started this year. Yeah, but unfortunately, uh, two things working against it. One everybody's yelling states rights <laughs> because they do Two, if you punted her because of this or because of something else that she said along this line, she would scream religious discrimination. And even though that's not entirely it, that would gain enough momentum because people are still like that. Now, I did like the teacher's responses, though, if you don't mind. Mm. I, I, I can read them out. Okay, so uh, who was it here? Um, uh, Brainerd High School teacher Craig Razak uh, actually stood up and said, now this is, a par- this is a rough quote according to the article here, and I quote, The interesting thing about theories is that we have to find information to disprove it, Razak responded. There hasn't been any information found to disprove the theory of evolution. As we learn more about DNA, it only solidified it. It's based on observation. It's based on fact. If we ever find any evidence to disprove it, we would amend that because that's what we can do with a theory, he added. But... 
There hasn't been any evidence to disprove it presented at this time. This, uh, this is science. Now, I, I love this. The, okay, this is the cherry on the SmackDown Sunday here. This is science, and science deals with facts. It does not deal with belief, Rezak said. It doesn't have to be a dilemma or a concern for someone to choose between Christianity and evolution. That's not what this is about. You can actually embrace both. It is my duty as a teacher to teach science and not teach religion. That's the separation of church and state. Yep. Now, to back them up, uh, director, the district's director of teaching and learning, Tim Murtha, he piped in. And uh, I could just see the smug look on this guy's face when he said this. Uh, Murtha played it even say, or saying that the state required them to follow certain educational guidelines, including the teaching of evolution, and that the district would be in trouble if they didn't teach it. Uh, Kern did not push back on that. So this airhead, I get the feeling she just floated the question out there because, because Jesus, and she got her ass handed to her uh, by people who, you know, basically reminded her that, uh, yeah, uh, you want church? Go to church. The same church. Um, yeah, Trippin, if, if it's got something to do with Tennessee, this is Minnesota. So, well, you know. Well, well no, wait a second. I'm going to go looking that up because I'm not familiar yeah. with that particular case. Yeah. And uh, we'll see. Because um, when you're dealing with, okay, over here, when you're dealing with a uh, a case that has a state listed in it, usually that will be either the state's highest court or the uh, the federal court level, which would be either one of the federal district courts or the Supreme Court, which that would then mean that it would cover all states. And it really depends as to what the thing is. So uh, you go ahead and, and uh, finish off your pieces about this. Uh, I, I had some color commentary I was going to make, but I'll, I'll, I'll take a quick dabble on this and try and figure out what's going on here. Whoa. Uh, do, 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 do. Yeah, uh, no, I, I just looked it up as well. But um, it, it is sad that when it comes to educational standards, that it has to vary so, or that it has to be treated on a state by state basis. You know, I mean, I, I'm all for, I'm all for freedom. I'm all for, you know, liberty as it was, but it, it goes back to what I was talking about last week about, you know, that foundation, or was it two weeks ago, but it goes back to that foundation of, you know, Get your reading, get your writing, get your arithmetic, get your sciences, get, get that foundation that you need to jump off from there. Because unless you've got enough of an education to actually survive in the so-called modern world, you're useless. Yeah. yeah. Um, Trippin, I'm going to need a little bit of help on this one. Uh, I'm looking... 
okay, for the for those that are uh, listening right now, Drippet had made reference to uh, Stokes versus Tennessee, and I'm going looking for, and I'm not I'm not finding this item in particular. So uh, if 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 you've got something that's gonna kind of help us try to locate this a little bit, that'd be great and wonderful. Uh, I I'm just not finding uh, at the moment. What I wanted to say though uh, from earlier is that what this did did it say Ooh. what this uh, what this high school teacher's um, oh, I think I found here, I got something here State versus Stokes uh, from a site called uh, FindLaw.com. I got one from TennesseeCourts.gov, TNCourts.gov. Um, let's see. For appellant, Jimmy Stokes, Michael E. Moore. Ugh. Brandon Brooks, or Brandon Brookins, Jordan Clayton, Carlos Stokes. Oh, okay. So Stokesy boy here apparently uh, has two counts of statutory rape and a lesser degree of murder. offensive rape. Whoa. Reckless endangerment. Uh, basically, the three people were found guilty of murder of a seven-year-old uh, girl child. Uh, um. Mm-hmm. Uh, might we not be looking for the right piece over here? Stokes versus State. The Scopes trial. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's better. That's a that's a that's a big different animal. Uh, <laughs> Scopes really versus here it is the state. the Scopes okay. trial known as the State of Tennessee versus John Thomas Scopes, uh, referred to as the Scopes Monkey Trial. Okay, okay, okay. That's a different that's a oh. different piece entirely. Okay, um, was that was that indicative of it all? Uh, y- yes, and no. But oh, it, no. It, it was here's the beagle pain in the butt with that. Yeah, this was the deal. Uh, this happened in July 1925, in which a substitute high school teacher, John T. Scopes, was accused of violating the Tennessee or Tennessee's Butler Act, which made it unlawful to teach human evolution in any state-funded school. Uh, the trial was deliberately staged in order to attract publicity to the small town of Dayton, Tennessee, uh, where it was held. Scopes was unsure whether he had ever he had ever actually taught evolution, but he purposely incriminated himself so that this case could have a defendant. Uh, Scopes was found guilty and fined $100. Um, and the verdict was overturned on a technicality. Oh, I like this. The trial served its purpose of drawing intense national publicity as national reporters flocked to Dayton to cover the big-name lawyers who had agreed to represent each side. Um, yada, 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 yada. Um trial publicized the fundamentalist modernist controversy, which set uh, modernists who said evolution was not inconsistent with religion against fundamentalists who said the word of God revealed in the Bible and blah, 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 blah. Uh, The case was seen as both a theological contest and a trial on whether modern science should be taught in schools. So this sounds like the, the spark that started it all. See, I saw the movie about this. Yeah. The movie's called Inherit the Wind. It came out in the 1950s. I actually watched as a rerun, obviously. I wasn't born then. Um, and I th- thought it was an amazing piece of, uh, f- uh, of filmography. Um, and, yeah, it, it was amazing that 
here's a teacher teaching the truth in terms of facts, not what somebody wants something to be, but what we know it to be as far as science can know anything being taken to court. And the attorney that's defending him, um, the actor uh, Spencer Tracy, mm-hmm. uh, was the, playing the de- defend, uh, defending attorney. Uh, even towards the end of the movie, he says, you know, hey, uh, basically, uh, it, it indicates that he believes in God, despite what's being taught in science class. And I thought to myself, it's like, you know, despite what we know scientifically, there's nothing in science class that says, at least not in the science classes that I attended through grade school, middle, you know, uh, junior high and high school, and even college that said, you're not allowed to believe in a God. Not one science class I ever attended. I attended a lot of science classes ever said that you're not allowed to believe in a God. No. Not one. All they do is they say, this is what we have discovered, and these are the principles of which it is bound by, and that that's it. Just just giving you information, not saying, don't believe in that, but this is this is what we've got. And that, this that's works. all science does. Yep. Science, for example, the way a layman says, and I, I say this over and over again, the way a layman says, well, that's just, just, just a theory. When the layman's using the word theory, they actually, whether they realize it or not, they're using it in the way that you would actually use the word hypothesis. I see it in literature. I see it in movies. I see it in science fiction movies, which I hate when they do that in science fiction movies. Guys are supposed to be like way out there and you're in the wrong field. But a theory, a scientific theory has been substantiated. It's been... Uh, either directly observed or observed through uh, the ripples that it leaves behind. Um, But we've basically gone, here's the hypothesis. Here's what we think happens. And then the scientific theory comes along, uh, is the evolution (laughs) of it, where we've done uh, tests in environments um, and experiments. And if experiment disagrees with the hypothesis... It doesn't become a scientific theory. It's done. Gone. Bye. You know, Richard Feynman was very specific about that in, in one of his uh, courses where they, he allowed it to be filmed. He said if it disagrees with experiment, it's wrong. That's it. Yep. End of story. And we experiment testing uh, the scientific theory of evolution, the scientific theory of gravity. We, we keep retesting them. As we learn more about science and the, and the universe around us, we keep retesting these things. Yeah. So we, far, experiment hasn't failed. Yeah, we keep retesting the idea that uh, the, the Earth is a flat plane, and yet it keeps coming back over and over again that it's not. So, you know, you, you, well, it is, but it, it just happens to be curved in on itself because, you know, four-dimensional space-time. That's that's the way that it was. All right, now I'm the, amazed those people can tie their shoes. Well, n- never mind the idea that this guy keeps strapping himself to a uh, basically a water heater ready to explode, a la the MythBusters. But that's a whole other item. Hey, you know I, I loved what? Reading about his excuses. Yeah. Look, as long as the guy is is willing to do this so that we can have memes, I don't have a problem with this. 
Yeah. As long as we have a counter to that, like what we did with the when they, um, uh, God, what's his name? The one who designed Tesla, Roadster. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. We thank you to Elon Musk. We now have memes. After he launched into space, we have memes of, dude, where's my car? Yes, the only good reason to use that line now. <laughs> Flush they have other like- memes about that. A man failing to ask for directions. It's like, okay, that's taking a pot shot at men, but at the same time, it has some humor to it. Well, you, you got you got to admit, uh, Elon Musk is now manager of one of the largest valet parking businesses in the world. Although getting your car back, <laughs> that might be a problem. I'm just saying we're not going to get a dent or a scratch on it, but recovery might be a, not an option. Yeah, welcome to SpaceX Intergalactic Park and Ride. I'm sorry, and, and me, all I can think in my head is flush a zucker turn for humanity's health. And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm there, there. Those of you that get that reference right away, you're my people. All right, so Bridget, uh, I'm, I'm. The idea of religious ideology getting in the way of scientific accuracy is shown in our lifetime best to date, although it is most assuredly, to say annoying would be downplaying it. The doctor who was pregnant over in, was it Ireland? Mm-hmm. Who was disallowed from getting a, uh, uh, disallowed from getting a, a, a DNC in order to purge a stillborn and dead fetus. I don't know if it was stillborn or not, but she was not very far along in her pregnancy. And it was dying. She was miscarrying. I know that. If I, I remember correctly, it, it was. I, I, if I remember correctly, yeah, it did. And uh, I, I've, I've got to see. Here's the problem. I don't remember. I don't remember. I, I, I've, you know, I, I, I feel horrible saying this. I don't remember what her name is off the top of my head. I, and and I feel like I should really remember this, but I, I remember the situation. Google. Yeah, and and fortunately we've also got Wikipedia. Um, but that that had to be terrifying for her, knowing what was happening and knowing it would probably kill her, and no one helping her. She was a doctor. I know. She was a doctor. She she knew. She knew. Um, the hospital was not following Irish law at the time, Stephanie. Yeah. Yeah, they were because at the time, at the time it was illegal for them to intervene. Correct. And she was either prevented from or not healthy enough to travel outside the country in order to get an abortion. And I don't recall which one it was, but Uh, 
still. I don't know, but they had told her that as long as the baby had a heartbeat, they couldn't do anything, and that's what the deal was. And then when it finally died, they were able to do something. But but by that time, she had septicemia, and it killed her. Yeah, and uh, Stephanie's right. Uh, she knew, begged for them to operate. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, she was a doctor. She knew what was going on. And uh, she's insisting, you know, they they were not. I will have to look up the, the story again for myself then. I rem- I, I'm i not ranking on you on this one. I remember it as that they were following the, the country's law mm-hmm. about abortion because it was a Catholic law. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying it that way because that was that was the impetus for it at the time. Now, I will I will freely admit, and this is something that's different for 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 people like us as opposed to you know a lot of other people who are very diametrically oh must be right all the time. That give me my sharpie. That we're willing to go ahead and say, you know what, I might have screwed this one up. I'll go and I'll double check a little bit later. The most germane part about it, though, is that they didn't do it. They didn't do what is a... Well, uh, forgive me for, for asking, Bridget, a an abortion, otherwise uh, a di- um, dilation and... I for- okay. DNC is typically what is referred to as is a, as far as medical procedures, outpatient, I should say, medical procedures are concerned, from what I remember, this is a pretty safe thing mm-hmm. to go through if uh, a tad on the traumatic side. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not a difficult operation, and that's normally how they do first trimester abortions anyway. My ex-wife had two of them, not, not for abortion reasons, but... Uh... One was because of a hormonal problem she had, and the other one was uh, after she miscarried. Yeah, and that's pretty standard. Yeah, b- both times um, she was pretty well bedridden for the next couple of days after that, just trying to recover. Um, and of course, the fact that it was a miscarriage—well, <laughs> let's just say that was a long drop that eventually led to me being single. But, um, yeah, I, I don't think it was something she ever really recovered from. But, I mean, now she's got two kids. So, But um, and I have another friend who has gone in for a couple of DNCs. But, um, you know, in, in the hopes of, you know, getting her back on, on track, so to speak. And now she's actually has to go in for a full hysterectomy. And uh, yeah, she's not taking that well at all. No, I'd imagine you know? not. And what really irks me about you know a lot of these you know religious plot waffles. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with something here. That's a new one. I don't think we've used. Yeah, I don't think we've used that one before. Yeah, well, you, you know, they, they would look at something. You know, like what must they think of people like that who biologically just have that kind of imbalance through no fault of their own, other than the fact that, you know, their, their parents were, you know, two certain people, you know, you get this one in a million fluke where you get something like that. Like 
so what are they supposed to say? Well, you should have prayed harder or something like that. Yeah. Cause, cause quite frankly, that, that to me is a fast track to losing your teeth Look, the answer, with a baseball when you, bat. When you, when you get involved with people who are borderline militant about their beliefs, anything you say that is outside of that little narrow scope that they have is wrong. It's like talking to Trump about state secrets. You cannot go in there with the expectation that he's going to keep them a secret, nor that he's going to understand, nor that he's going to under- agree with you. Uh, if the military men and women go in, uh, well, first off, if a woman goes in there, he doesn't listen to them at all because he's a sexist pig. Um, and that's been a fact for a very long time. You just ask any New Yorker. Um and if somebody goes in there and tells him something he doesn't want to hear, then that person is wrong. End of story. That that that's how his word world works. Um, whether it's because he's a narcissist, whether it's because he's mentally unstable, whether because of any reason it's immaterial, but that's how his world works. And if you look at the religious right, the extreme, you'll see the same mentality of. Whatever you have to say, you know, you're wrong. Unless Tech? you're within. Tech? Yeah. Why not both? I had to. Yeah, I know. I had to because. Well, I was going to say, in the case of um, you know, the doctor in Ireland, it's not that the medical staff were being militant. They were following the law and their hands were tied. And they knew their hands were tied. If they had to intervene, then they could have gone to prison. See, the problem is there's two, when you have people who are willing to work within the rules, and then you have other people who are out there willing to do whatever the hell they want to do because they think they're right and the rules don't apply to them. The people who always follow the rules end up losing every time because the other one's cheating. Well, not necessarily. I mean, like here, if uh, a woman is getting an abortion, you know, and she's still allowed to, if, you know, if it's under 12 weeks and blah, 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 the doctors are still obligated to tell them that it causes breast cancer, it can cause mental uh, harm and things like that, knowing that it's full of shit. But that's what the law says. And they're obligated to follow the law lest they lose their license. Again, this is where they're being forced to operate within the rules because the people who feel that they're outside the rules have changed the rules. See how it works? They keep changing and narrowing the lanes so that the people who are staying between the lines have less and less wiggle room. They have less and less availability to exit off the lanes that they want to exit off. They have less and less ability to pass the people in front of them. Um, you literally have somebody going around and going, I don't like the fact that you're telling people the truth. I want this to be the thing that you say. Therefore, I'm going to do these sneaky, underhanded tactics, lies, briberies, and everything else I want to do to change the rules so that since I know that you're a rule follower, you won't be able to do the right thing anymore. And you'll only be able to do the thing I want you to do. 
And that's what I mean by these people going outside the lanes, going outside reality and changing it so that the people who conform to the rules, the people who work with inside the laws, don't have anywhere to go. Okay. Uh, really quickly, uh, I did pull up the information because uh, Stephanie did give us the uh, the name of the doctor in question, and it was Savita, and please forgive me, Halapanavara. Halapanavaru. Damn it. Halapanavar. Halapanavar. Okay. Th- this, is, this is what I get for doing it and, and not remembering about it. Sorry. Um, I did look up the information. There was, uh, from, from what I'm seeing, at the time, there was question on the legality from the hospital's perspective as to whether or not this was legal or not. They erred on the side of that it would have been illegal, and there was a big mismatch. Um, we will we will add to uh, we will add to the show notes the wiki article. Uh, admittedly, I may be just trying to read through it really quickly and reassess for myself. So if if I've misstated it, please forgive me. That's why. I'm going to make sure that the uh, the wiki article is in there so that we can have it in there, and I will reread for myself a little bit later. Not tonight, obviously, but be, be that as it may. Wow. With that piece in play for the, for the moment, the piece that's important that kind of connects these pieces and other stories similar to them is that there is an ideological push politically <sighs> um, theologically and in in some regards of some other ologies except for ichthyology because nobody really wants to push fish on anybody else except for the sushi industry because they're like really really delicious oh I, I, I could really go for some sushi right about it that they want their rules at the expense of reality as it is observed and tested. And this is the problem that we're running into. It's not just here in the U.S. And it's not just over in Canada. It's for, well, for to forgive me for painting too broad a brush, anywhere where there is a Catholic school district and this goes here in the US this goes up in Canada this goes into Africa this goes into the UK this goes anywhere where there is a religious based school district that thinks that having a theology class on whatever their holy book is and I don't care I don't I don't care whose it is that that is worth putting out there as equal to information that is factual because you could have Jewish schools and Jewish school districts and there are there are schools where Muslims are taught Islam again 
on the same basis, or even higher than, actual science classes and mathematics classes. So, that's the problem. And that's why I wanted to use this as the jumping-off point. Because these people are getting into positions of authority and saying, you're going to go ahead and you're going to follow my ideology whether you like it or not. And as we've said before in the show, that's a problem for many reasons. And even though it could be just completely obvious, we kind of need to talk a little bit further about that. We, we've said on many occasions, you know, Bridge came up homeschooling religiously and then went to college and all of a sudden, oh, um, shit, wow, really? This is, this is how reality works? Wow. Yep. That that that's a that's a cold bucket of ice water over your head, wouldn't it? Something like that. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, cold, uh, uh, cold uh, fire uh, hose like, up the twat. I don't, I don't know. know. It was what, like what do you want to go with this? It was shocking. <laughs> AC or DC? It makes a difference, you know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Remember, it's not the vaults that'll get you, it's the amps. How many amps are there in the third rail? Enough to push a train. God damn, somebody remind Enough me. Enough to I gotta, make a corpse dance. Um, it, it, it might. Uh, oh good, you got that, you got that wiki article, good. And I gotta put over here, enough to push a train. I have to remember to put that, uh, that video in the, in the show notes. Some people get that reference, too. Running Scared, 1980... 80... 80... Shit, 86? Something like that. Gregory Hines. We miss you. I uh, know. There's a, there's a handful of people that understand that, but, you know, whatever. Um, Stephanie's also putting, I've also wondered if racism was involved here. The doctor was not a good Irish Catholic. That's a very good point, and that kind of takes this all together also. Because if you are not part, we've said this one before, if you're not part of the in-group, well, by definition, you're kind of part of the out-group. And that's not a good place to be in the out-group. For those of you that know the, uh, the expression in Japanese... There is a term, gaijin. It basically translates to, and again, basically, because there's nuance to it, basically it translates to... Foreign? Foreigner, outsider, someone who is not part of your group in quite a very gross... And, and I, Hold on a second. In a gross overly so grossly over social I don't even know how the hell to explain it it's one of these things where if if it's somebody who is not part of your clique sociologically speaking part of the country part of part you, you get it if I when I went to Japan I was gaijin and I I looked apart I am, you know, I'm I'm Italian when all is said and done. You know, I, I don't look the same. 
I'm I was a I don't I don't I don't know if I really stood out. Dallin shit. Dallin would stand out. Quite literally, physically. But, you know that to be expected. So, you know these are these are groups who basically say I'm in power now. I'm present, gotta love me. And these are people that need to be basically kicked out of their office because they're putting personal ahead of professional. Don't you love it when that happens? And that's that's what has to happen in education, in medical, in anything where the concept of public service comes to mind. Yep. Right there and then, if you are, if if you, this has to be a question that is asked in any stations that as a teacher, as a science teacher, are you willing to teach this in spite of your religious beliefs? As a director of a school board, are you willing to allow this in spite of your religious beliefs? In the medical profession, if you are one of those specialists, I, um, Bridget, is it a is it a gynecologist that performs an abortion? Usually, obstetrician, gynecologist. Obstetrician. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. OBGYN. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, and and that one actually surprises the hell out of me that anybody who would have a religious conviction about things like childbirth would be willing to get into that particular branch of medical science because so much of that contradicts, you know, the dogma of, uh, of most religions. I say most because, you know, I don't know, maybe there is one out there that, uh, really doesn't give a shit about this kind of stuff. I don't know. I, I am not a, uh, I'm not a scholar of religious studies. Well, yeah, okay, there's one. I was thinking one a little uh, little more contemporary than that. but uh, The Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, maybe? Actually, you know what? I don't remember going through the, uh, uh, the, the, the loose canon. I don't remember if there was anything regarding um, the beginnings of life in there. I need to go relook at it. Damn. Shit, I've got reason to, to actually oh. read again. Huh. Well, the, the the point stands is that God has no place in a hospital room. If and he did, you, you know what? Oh, you can fight. You can fight me on that one all you want and say we know. What about praying for cancer survivors? Um. How about I list off the 18 roommates I had in my two-month month stay and how many of those are probably dead right now, yep. despite me having heard those prayers through that whisper-thin curtain? You, you're, real, I know, you're real close no, there. Shujin, close. I know exactly what I said, and I meant every word. But the, bo- no, the, the, the bottom line is I did listen to chaplains come in and out. I did listen to people. I heard parents wailing against doctors and nurses while their child who had inoperable tumors all over her lower body knew she was going to die and had accepted it long before her parents did. And as I sat there feeling my sanity drain out my left ear, 
you know, it, it's, I don't know. If I didn't believe before, I'd have a hard time believing it after, after that little stint. Yep. By the way, I just added it to our, uh, to our chat to remind myself. Uh, yeah. Why won't God heal amputees.com? Oh, I kind wonder of, if, um, kind of the same reason why, why won't televangelists visit hospitals? Hmm. Or why wouldn't Joel Osteen open up his during that, uh, which hurricane, which hurricane was that? Doesn't matter. Which one? could be any of them. Yeah. You know, it's why uh, won't faith healers go into the children's burn ward or the children's cancer ward and heal or better kids? yet. Why, why aren't faith healers actual doctors? No shit. Yeah. I mean, at, at that point, they must know that they are charlatans and that they're strictly in it for the money. Why aren't fortune tellers winning the lottery? You know, there, there, there's so many well, times. It, it, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. If I could predict the future in only the way that I would know what the Powerball is going to be each week. <laughs> you know, I would never, ever pick the numbers for the big win. I'd pick the little wins. Just the little ones. And I'd have people help me collect on the tickets. I would never say, hey, you know, I would not show up every week with a winning ticket. I'd have maybe one of my buddies is like, hey, you short on cash this week? I think I think my ticket's a winner. I'll tell you what. Uh, if you go collect it for me, uh, I'll give you a third of it. You know, And it might be uh, a $600 ticket or a $1,000 ticket or something like that. Let them get it. Because I wouldn't want to be known as the winner. I wouldn't want that kind of notoriety going around. Because people would hound me to death. You know what? That is almost the premise of what could be a good uh, show that would show up on Amazon prime or something like that. That's you know, the, the, the secret, the, the secret society of fortune tellers, and they actually have a code of ethics over things like winning lottery tickets or predicting hurricanes or stuff like that. Uh, well, there was a writing prompt on Reddit for, um, uh, have you ever watched Penn and tellers fool us? Oh yeah. Yeah. I okay. love it. Part of the writing prompt was it's your third time on, on, Penn and Teller's fool us, and you fool them again, and you're just coming off the stage, and there's Penn Gillette and a bunch of people in suits, and you have to go with them because you're under arrest for breaking them some kind of magic laws. Apparently, magic's real, and the only way you could have fooled Penn and Teller that many times in a row was that you were using real magic, but you don't know real magic. Ooh, this kind of crosses over a little bit with uh, uh, part of the idea of Harry Potter's universe, where there is actually a ministry of magic that keeps track of this. All right. You can't do it in the... the, Yeah. So it was was kind of like, oh, that's actually kind of interesting writing prompt. And I was like... And and I had the same same thoughts as like, this follows a lot of ideas where there's one world that's non-magical and another world that is magical and the non-magical world's not allowed to know about the magical world. No, I got you. Or they re- or they refuse to not know about it. One of the two. Yeah, I got so, you. So, um, yeah, interesting stuff. Yeah, there's a, there's a there's a piece about this though that uh, I'm kind of latching on, and 
like it's a lamprey. We've we've well, except this idea doesn't suck quite as much. Yeah, uh, the idea of there being a code of honor or a code of conduct. We've mentioned about this that once upon a time ago, and I can't say that without hearing um, Sondheim's Into the Woods horn blast in my head, because mm. once upon a time, bram, bum, 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 bum. again, some people get this one. Uh, f- by the way, go look up the PBS uh, uh, tele- uh, televising of Into the Woods and go watch the wolf's costume. Some of you know what I'm talking about already. Some of you are going to go look and go, what? What am I going to... Oh! Uh, oh! Have fun with that one. Uh, the idea of there being a code of conduct, a code of behavior, a a moral... a moral line that will not be crossed or is not to be crossed that is accepted by groups. We've talked about this before that over the last what 40 years as far as politics are concerned and and Dallin you 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 and I've talked about this one in particular the idea of there being statesmen people who are respected who are Yes, ideologically opposed to various things that we are ideologically for, but are not ideologically against just for the sake of following the old. No, it isn't. You know, they they've actually got a point and a a view that, though different, is actually root, rooted in something that is otherwise somewhat reasonable that we can actually debate things with. You know... Remember those days? And it's really sad these days that the term, that the word, conversation, is now suddenly a triggering word with some people. Where it's like, no, we don't want to talk, you're this, and nothing's going to change my mind. And you know... That's why we have public schools that do not teach sex education. And, you know, I read something somewhere just recently, and it was one of the best lines I'd ever heard. Assume that the person you are listening to might know something you don't. <gasps> Gasp. Yeah, right. And, and you know, you, you, you react to that sarcastically, Tech. But I can guarantee you that there are people who would read that, and I would be labeled... Everything in the book. Oh yeah, big time. Including including the one N word that would actually earn you a shot in the face from me because, uh, you know what, my father. That how uh, did a friend? How did another guy put it? Um, my father wasn't punching those guys. No, he was killing them. Yep. So. The fact that I'm one generation removed from that particular blight on human history, uh, I'm the last guy who would ever, ever align myself with people like that. 
it also yeah. means that I'm pretty sure I can point out the real ones from the perceived ones. So if it, it okay, I'm not I'm not saying appeal to my authority, but um, I can pretty well say that if that guy's one, if if somebody says that guy's one, and I can tell you, uh, no, he isn't. Trust me, he he or she most likely is not, because as I said, I've I've learned a lot about these guys from about as close to experience as a person my age could get. So, my uh, mother's side of the family came from Poland and are Jewish. Okay, so you and they barely <laughs> escaped uh, with their lives. Yeah, so <clears throat> I have a piece of property in the form of a piece of jewelry that is one of very few items they were able to take with them when they fled the country. Um, and it was uh, hidden under uh, one of my male relative's tongue. He uh, stuck the uh, the little valuable underneath his uh, tongue for the entire trip, so that nobody hmm. could find, uh, so that nobody would find it, so that just in case they needed something uh, to ensure limited financial stability, they'd have it. And uh, I still have it. Um, we don't need to know what it is before it before just, before you say anything else. Yeah. No. Um, no. Wait. It, wait. I'm wait, not going to say anything wait. else. I'm going to what I'm going to say is is it's, it's not uncommon. It wasn't uncommon for that to happen because they a lot of people who flee countries don't have the time to sit there and pack a bag. They don't have mm -hmm. the time to make a bug out bag that they didn't realize that they were going to need because they just saw their neighbors down the street get lined up against the wall and had their brains, brains blown out. So when I hear yeah. people say that, oh, this person over here hurt my feelings because of the way they, the words that they used, it's like, that's great. Um, you still have feelings, though, because your brains are still inside your skull, which means we can still have a conversation. <laughs> it's when the bullets start flying that the conversation is truly stopped. I'm trying to remember where the uh, since I'm since I'm loaded up into Windows and I didn't bring all the uh, all the all the image files over yet. Uh, I forget who who it is is quoted uh, who uh, and I'm paraphrasing here. You got your your feelings hurt by somebody saying something. Well, who fucking cares? It might have been Penn Jillette. I don't remember. Anyway, the truth of the matter is, is that there's only one person on the planet that can make you angry. That's you. You can choose to be angry at what somebody said, or you can choose not to be. Somebody may have said something truly horrific, and maybe your anger is justified. Sit down and think about it before you start going all over gung-ho. Hey, uh, I need to beat this person up because of the thing that they just said. No. No, you don't. Yeah, I've, I've kind of gone and waffled back and forth on this one uh, a lot. I, At this point, I am 85% willing to accept that line. 
But I also know for well that there are people who will intentionally use whatever they can in order to get under someone's skin to evoke that against somebody else's rational. Yes. So, it, again, it is one of those things that's not always set in stone, at least for me. And but that's, like the person who wants to get punched uh, to claim that they're being uh, trotted upon, so they'll go up and they'll call somebody a racial epithet. Yeah, I've 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 got the thing in my head now. Things you can say that will start a fight. Hey, want to fight? That's 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 it. So kind of going back a little bit. Oh, it was Stephen Fry. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you. Um, you know, some somehow I, I should have I should have remembered that. All I remembered was it was a, it was a it was a big guy who had a, a great laugh. Um, but had also said, "There's currently controversy over Jewish schools in London that make your fundy homeschoolers look reasonable." I got sad news for you. We have exactly the same problem over here in the states, especially in the Jewish areas of Kings County, otherwise known as Brooklyn. Yes, Brooklyn, also known as Kings County, which is right next to Queens County, which is right next to Nassau County, which is right next to Suffolk County, which in its entirety composes Long Island. I don't care. All of you guys down there who think it's just Suffolk and Nassau, screw you guys. You don't know how geography works. <clears throat> I'm sorry. W was that a little bit more personal than it should have been? I'm sorry. But we've got this problem. We've no, got not. Mm, we've got this problem that ideology plus authority equals bad learning. I mean, uh, we don't have a. I'm sorry, Bridget. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta hit you on this one. Tell me that the math is wrong on that one. If you're uh, even there at this point, there you. Are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, ideology plus authority equals you're gonna have a bad time. I don't see where the math breaks down on this one. Huh. Ideology is a scary thing. <laughs> to put it mildly, I mean, people the, people die because of ideology. Mm -hmm. And we don't have to go to we don't have to go to New York City last week. This past week. We don't have to go to the fields of Pennsylvania this past week. We don't have to go to D.C. this past week in history. We could just go to... Explain it for everybody. The Jehovah's Witnesses. Why they can't go in there for a hospital stay and surgery and hope for the best the way that everybody else does. Because they're not allowed to accept any blood transfusions. It's not just transfusions, though, is it? Well, I I would think that that would extend uh, any organ transplants or anything like that, but uh, yeah, no blood products. It reminds me of Babylon Five. Yep. You know, you read my mind. Yeah, Dallin, I, I was going to hit you on that one in just a second. Um, before we do that one though, uh, Bridget, if memory serves, 
this, depending as to which group, I, I, I don't know if sect is the right word for it, but some more... Again, I don't know if I'm pulling the right term for it. Uh, some who are even more conservative would even be to the point of I'm not going to even store my own blood ahead of time in case of where even their own blood can't be recycled and reused because it's because it's blood. Never mind Again, the fact Babylon that it was 5. originally. I know, I know, I know. But this one, this one sounds uh, correct I to you that too. Was most of them that they couldn't even do their own. Yeah, somewhere along the way, I remember something that uh, some groups were if grudgingly allowing them to bank their own blood. And that's not something that lasts very long, if I remember right. It depends on whether it's, you know, whether they're taking platelets out of it, if it's fresh, if it's, you know, been stored. Um, I don't know exactly how long it lasts. If it's out in the open, not very long, because it was congealed and all that stuff. But um, I think we need to ask a flea, uh, what do they call it, flea bottomist? Phlebotomist. Yeah. The person who does the blood stuff. Yep. That, well, they're, not, they're, vampire, not to be confused with the vampire. Well, no, wait a minute. No, phlebotomist. Well, hold on. Phlebotomists, a good phlebotomist will not object to being called a vampire. <laughs> especially if especially if they are smiling and they're having a good day. If you don't know, there are good phlebotomists mm-hmm. and there are mediocre phlebotomists. Okay. And from personal experience, I can tell you I've met both. I have to. Now, yeah. to, to the vampire thing, it's funny you mention that because... Uh, during during my my stay in the um, in the in the wonderful arms of the uh, Alberta medical system, they came around at about two a.m. to take the blood. These were the lab people. Yeah. yeah, even the nurses called them the vampires. And to their credit, given the fact that uh, my hands and arms looked like I was a junkie, they were still able to find stuff. Um, and what was really amazing was, okay, okay, uh, Bridget, when, um, wh- when they go to take your blood, like in a, in a U.S., like, I don't know if it's a hospital or a lab. I don't know if you have like lab services down there. Mm-hmm. We do. Okay. Yeah. Cause like I, I can go get a blood test done, but I don't have to go to the hospital proper. I can just go into one of these lab services areas. Mm-hmm. With my, you know, I can make a, I can reserve a time, I can book a time, go in, hand them my requisition from the doctor, get it done, and I'm out. And that, that's literally all they do. Yeah, we have some of those too. Okay, okay, so similars. But they always ask me my full name and my date of birth. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about programming? Two a.m. Hopped up on oxycotton. Mm-hmm. And I could still do, I could still give them that information, but uh, yeah, like two a.m. Why? Why would you do that? Well, maybe because the lab is slow at that time, and they have time to run your tests immediately. I guess, or uh, 
Because they're or, super, super swamped during the daytime, especially with people having surgeries and they have to get, you know, pre-op oh, labs and all that yeah. stuff. And don't yeah. forget, don't forget, if you're if you're looking to find um if you're looking to find data, you need to make sure that you've got data I- after certain specific time points in order to find yeah. a trend, which I, I is, think um, you know, I, I think they said something to that effect. Um, needless to say, I was really happy when they got the pick line put in because then they could just walk up, hook the syringe up, and just pull it out that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be a lot easier. Yeah, you know the sad thing is the um, the lab techs. Um at these lab places, like I, I had to go in for blood work almost every other day uh, while I was recovering because of like the antibiotics I was taking and all of that. And they're actually not authorized to pull from a, from a pick line for uh, liability reasons. What? I, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, can understand that. Yeah. Th- th- there is a thing about that, uh, especially because, uh, as you said, you, you've got your good phlebotomists, you've got your mediocre phlebotomists. Uh, point. And if the mediocre phlebotomist does something that damages the uh, okay the, yeah, the that's filaments, fair. that's fair. And you know, finding out just where those things were, like, um, well, they pulled it out of me. I saw the length of the filaments and realized that it was in my arm. But those tubes were pretty damn close to my heart. Yeah, you want to talk cringe factor, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, I know, I know. We're do- okay. I'm. We're not going to do the to to be fair thing. Uh, I, I do. I do. No, no. no. I I, I, I want to put this here at this point. As far as the, for lack of a better way of putting it, uh. We're not going to go any much further into the the deep dive of the medical stuff at this point. Um, I can, five. yeah, I know, I know, I know. We're we're going to get to that um, only because this part of it really isn't really isn't helpful and germane at this point. Um, we can very easily go down a lot of routes down this way, but the germane part is how this all comes together with the ideology plus uh, authority equals bad day. Now, Dallin, uh, we, we've spoken on this piece many a time. So the, the real quick recap of the, the Babylon five reference. Okay. The episode was called believers. It aired in 1994. And for those of you who know who, uh, who the characters were Dr. Franklin, uh, the resident medical chief medical officer aboard Babylon five, uh, was going, wanted to treat a child who was dying, but his parents would not allow it because to have surgery or to, to cut the skin was to let their spirit leak out. So for religious reasons, they said no. And he tried everything he could to get um, to, to get exceptions, to get authority in place to do it. Uh, and on the other side, the family was also working to get uh, allies on their side to get an injunction uh, to forbid him from doing it. And eventually he just said, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And the parents ended up killing him anyway. And I remember that episode because like, 
please try to understand he was already dead. Well, it and wasn't th- that he was dead. They considered him to be a demon. Oh, okay. It was the soul that was their child was gone and that was now replaced by a demon. And we've seen this. We have seen actual parents here in the United States who have said a a demon came into my child and I had to kill them to save their soul. And people go, oh, well, they're mentally not competent. Oh, well, you know, and, and we see it over and over and over again. This is the same thing. We've seen in Africa where a seven-year-old girl was going to be killed by the, dare I say, tribe. I'm not sure if that's the, the right term for it, but it's the only one that I can remember. Because she was branded as a witch. And the only reason why she was allowed to live was that the film crew that was there for whatever covered story news thing that they were doing insisted that they would take her away and it's the only reason why she was allowed to live yeah we have people who kill their daughters and other countries and sons here uh who the hell was it in in texas uh seven seven kids drowned five out of seven um shit God damn it, I should remember who the hell this was. Anyway, you you go on. I'm going I'm to find this one because this was going to piss me off. But um, we have uh, countless, countless, countless documented cases of families d- murdering their daughters in other countries, uh, especially in Muslim-centric uh, areas, um, be- or even uh, Indian areas as well uh killing their daughters because their daughters were raped so they consider them to be uh, to bring dishonor amongst the family because that is a firmly held belief of theirs and they don't feel bad they're like well we had to do it otherwise the family would have been dishonored like what no you have dishonored your family by failing to protect your family not from the rape but from the other members bad things happen in life sometimes you get a really bad hand but when your family member comes home says i was taken advantage of i was hurt i was injured whatever you're supposed to love them and hold them and do what you can to help them not end their life yep and i found it it was uh, andrea yates and um, Stefan saying uh, in the UK, daughters and sons are murdered regularly for this. You know. And I should issue a slight modification to my statement. <laughs> the only time I could see somebody saying, "Hey, look, this family member came home, and we had to end their life," is because they're living. Uh, uh, because I am a advocate for death with dignity so if this person comes home every treatment in the works has failed they've even gone so far as to try homeopathic crap faith healers the whole nine yards and they're just like i can't take it anymore i'm in pain uh i'm getting to the point in my life where i'm going to end up not being cognizant um and and i just don't want it anymore 
that's the only kind of time scenario I could see a family member killing another family member out of love. And True we've love. And, and and we've got situations where families have said, "I'm not, uh, I'm not going for traditional treatments for my kid." For the fourth time, because you know, you know, they can't all die from, you know, the cold or pneumonia. I mean, infants bounce back from this stuff after you know CBT oils, right? I'm talking about consenting adults. No, I know, I know. I'm, 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 I'm kind of pulling this one back a little bit further because yeah, I know where you're going with it. Yeah, I mean, adults. You want to go ahead and you want to do for yourself, that's your business because you're an adult. But kids, you know, I keep saying it this way. We adults are the stewards of these new lives. Bridget, you, you know for well, there are there are doctor's offices now who actually have to put up signs on their on their places of employee. Of, of their offices that say, if you don't want to get your kids vaccinated, go the hell away and go somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, over in where the pediatricians for Tiny Tribble, they actually do say, you know, up on the wall, we, we do we do vaccinations because that's that's what we're supposed to do. And that's what's best for the children. And. Again. It all comes down to ideology from from completely ignoring facts. Yeah. And you know, I've I I, I did a pretty long screen on Facebook about uh, some people about this, where you know the, these anti vaxxers are, you know, they're indignant that they're being, you know forbidden from certain activities or, you know, their kids attending schools and stuff like that because of this. And I just, I, I finally had enough and I just said, look, you are part of a society, be it a community, a city, a state, a population, a country, whatever. And it's great that you've got all this freedom. You know, you got freedom of speech, you got freedom of religion, you got freedom of this, you got freedom of that, yada, da, 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 da. You've got enough freedom that you can go on the internet and spew whatever you want and not have to worry about the thought police coming in and taking you away in a little black van or a big one, as the case may be. But there's a. What so many people have forgotten is that there's a quid pro quo to this. There's an. So for all of this freedom, there's a little something in exchange. Responsibility. Exactly. And not responsibility to yourself, but responsibility to the health and welfare of your community. Ah, socialist. Shut up. <laughs> that is not socialism. No, no but that's not. what they claim. Yeah. And you know what? They're fucking idiots. Yes, they are. I no agree with you. No argument there. Uh, you know? To 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 go along with this, by the way, Stephanie. No, Stephanie's pointed out, and and correctly so, uh, because I didn't I didn't think about this one, this facet of it, honor killings. 
which happens the fact that it is not a zero number every year is appalling in and of itself okay let's just let's just lay that one out there and these happen i can't believe i'm going to say this far too frequently the fact that it happens again that it's a non-zero number is 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 just hellaciously wrong yeah and but, as far as i'm concerned if it happens here if it happens on this side of the globe where murder is actually illegal and if these pinheads try to get away get away with it saying oh religion no just no you willfully took someone else's life i don't give a shit what your reason is you're going to jail well the problem or if is you're it texas is, you're going to the chair the, the problem is it doesn't have to be because it could be and again i can't believe i'm actually saying this expression and it's legitimate it could be an acid attack mm-hmm. it could be it, it could be emulating someone it could be finding some way of hurting or damaging or or whatever yeah, that's called assault. You go to jail. Agreed. I, I don't give a I, damn if, if Allah tells you to do that or whatever. Yet if you want to call me an, Islamo- an Islamophobe for that, fuck you. Because you would be wrong. But again, it still comes down to the same equation. Ideology plus authority is bad. No kidding. I mean, there is... A, a society that follows that equation, it, it, it will simply crumble under its own weight. Mm-hmm. Eventually, it will simply eat itself out. There, there's no two ways uh, about it. It will simply digest itself. It No. No, it won't. It will simply corrupt every piece of itself. It will be its own cancer. Yeah, but unfortunately... So long as people in that ideology are producing another generation of people to indoctrinate into said ideology. And, and, and maintain the hold on the PowerPoints. Mm-hmm. I know exactly where you're going. Finish. Finish yeah. it. No, but so, no, but so as long as it's going to be a very slow burning cancer. Yeah. And unfortunately... That, that's what we see a lot of these days. Um, but getting back to what I was talking about with the anti-vaxxers, you've got that responsibility to... It's part of what goes into being a citizen. You are a citizen of this country. It is part of your responsibility to be law-abiding, to look out for others as well as protect yourself. And if you are doing something that will potentially endanger other people in, in this group, in this community or whatever, then the community has the right. And I would dare say, um, what's the, uh, not, I, I, I don't want to say obligation, but no duty. I, no, hold, hold on. Hold on. They don't have the Right. They don't have the legal right, but you're right. They do have the social duty, responsibility, and obligation. 
Yes, it's, it's they a, have it's a moral. A, ob- okay, sorry, not the right, diff- but they right. It's it's it's. Yeah. It, 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 uh, you okay, know how many times on. we've actually said that language okay. has baggage. Let's, it's a pain okay. Let, let's play. Way. Let's play semantics it, because that's exactly what it is. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I don't mean the legal right. The moral right to exclude you from potentially exposing their children to diseases that you yourself have not taken the responsibility to protect your own children against. I have no sympathy for anybody that wants to use religion or big pharma or some other pseudoscientific bullshit to excuse their kids from getting that little needle that makes them safe. And you know what? You want to talk about, well, vaccines have messed up the human immune system because we should be able to fight this. Fine. But the bottom line is we still have to do it. If this is a screw up, these are the consequences. You know Uh, what? And that's just too bad. um, It is the way it is. Deal with it. Bridget, help me out a second here. Um, If memory serves, the earliest records for immunizations not modern immunization as we've known it but the immunization that has happened for um it was cowpox, cowpox. that went back to the mid 1700s didn't it mhm can't remember the exact year though yeah no but but you know we're we're talking back mm-hmm. to the mid 1700s why don't anti-vaxxers take the best records possible from those eras to bolster themselves? Is it because people were dying all those years ago from simple, relatively simple things as opposed to now? You know, kind of like we had records from the 50s when uh, Salk was starting with you know his it was the 50s wasn't it shit i don't remember god damn it wine you're screwing with my head now see you can go back before that time and look at all the you know baby graves of all the you know kids who didn't live ain't that the case they didn't have you know vaccines for a lot of stuff and over the years, and over the years, and over the years, all the new stuff, and all the new stuff. Jeez. Amazing how that happens, how um, scientific literature just keeps growing and growing and growing, and um, ideologies where their documentation is concerned uh, don't. So... What do we look forward to? Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Stephanie, uh, over in the chat. Immunization goes back much further. Uh, agreed. And by the way, I've, I'm not reading the rest of the way. I'm only going as far back as to what I can remember was specifically documented as part of the scientific research. So, again, I may be remembering parts incorrectly, but that's 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 as far back as I specifically remember at the moment. Uh, reading further, uh, children died from being treated with smallpox. Cowpox was the successful immunization. 
Right. Which in and of itself was really disgusting. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of remembering back some of this. You know yeah, what? We're not going to... Okay, we'll call it Exhibate. Us. I've got somebody who's watching is probably squirming right now. I'm I'm sorry. I tried to stop. I tried to stop her. I really, I really, I really did. Sorry. Well, it worked. Sure. String and dab it in there, and you know you're not helping matters now. You're really not. No, this is great. Now I've got now for for whatever reason now I've got Pinhead the Cinnabite in my head. Thanks ever so much. You're welcome. Such sights. Don't, don't. It's not October yet. <laughs> I don't care. If they can start doing Christmas crap like five months early, I can do October a month or two early. If it wasn't for the goth kids, Christmas would have already extended this far out. They're our best line of defense right now. Don't piss off the goth kids. Okay. I don't piss off the goth kids. Good. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's Mortician Gomez that we have. All right. Anyway, moving into this whole damn thing. What can we do? What is it that we should be able to do? Because we know full well there's not much that we can do sometimes on a personal level. But we also should know full well that we may not be able to do anything personally ourselves. Like, you know... Take them all out. I'm sorry, I'm Italian. I'm allowed to get away with that line. But we know for well that we can, at least one thing that we can do is what we're doing, which is getting our own word and our own positions out and our own thoughts and trying to educate whomever is willing to listen long enough. Which, by the way, those of you that are still listening, thank you. We really do appreciate you. Seriously, we do. But I mean... Is that really enough sometimes? You can't educate somebody who isn't willing to listen. And even if they are willing to listen, it may be something that they disagree with. It may be something that they don't have the foundational knowledge for. For example, um, I listened to a priest try to talk to congregation at a Methodist church or pastor, whatever the hell he was about evolution. And he had no idea. It was obvious to me that he did not pay attention in class because he tried to make it out to be this really weird mystical process that nobody understood that went against all the teachings of God and how the the changing of wolves into dogs is not an example of evolution. And I just, like, my brain went, well, somebody needs to go back to school. And that's what you have. You you have a lot of people who, when they went to school, if they went to school, only heard the things that they wanted to hear. 
And sometimes that was because of themselves. Sometimes that was because of how their parents raised them or their congregation raised them um, or the area that they were in was accepting of. And, And the only thing you can do is continue to fight the fight where, hey, look, this is a public school. This is the curriculum. Uh, you can have your private schools do whatever you want, but this is the curriculum. This needs to be taught. It's like somebody who decides they're going to become a pharmacist. Well, I'm going to become a pharmacist, but I refuse to sell any of this, that, and the other thing. No, 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 no. If you choose to become a pharmacist, that's part of the damn job. If you're not going to do your damn job, don't become a pharmacist. Same thing with public schooling. Public schooling, the teachers have to teach X, Y, and Z. If you want them to teach W, which is the religious stuff, the answer is going to be no, screw you. Yeah, the piece that uh, tech is making uh, an allusion to is a uh, a pharmacy tech. Uh, I, I don't remember what their exact position was, but they refused. It was a pharmacy technician... Um, it, it, it was the head pharmacist at either a CVS or a Walgreens. It was one of the two. I think it was a Walgreens. In any case, they simply did not want to fulfill a uh, birth control uh, script and then refused to release the script so they could take it elsewhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it would have been... No, no. It, it would have been kind of a, eh, whatever... If they just said no, we're not. I refuse to fill it based on religious grounds. Here's your here's your note back. Have a nice day. But they kept it and tried to prevent the person who had the legal right to it from getting their medication. Yeah. Like, and it- no, 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 no. That's like walking up to me and stealing the donut out of my hand because you're on a diet. I'm gonna punch you in the face. Um, you do not steal my donuts. That's 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 donut with a D, right? Correct. Okay. Um, I'm. You not, do not take another man's donut. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna say. It. <laughs> it's just I'm like not. stealing another another person's fries. That it's, is bad. That you should feel bad, especially if it wasn't offered. That's yeah. a mean thing to do. Yeah, it is. And and, and by the, the mean way, mean people suck. Uh, don't, no, I know what you're going to, no, don't do it. I know tech, don't. <laughs> Not tonight. Aww. Not tonight. All right, I'll be good. Behave. Not Behave. tonight. I'll, I'll be good. And, and I know that there's somebody who's watching who knows full well, I was, I was looking to clarify because d- the letter D, Daniel, sounds very close to the letter P as in Paul, and they know exactly what I'm thinking, and it's your fault. No, it's actually <laughs> mine, but some, some, but yeah, um, all, all I'm going to say right there, Susan, is get your ears checked. Cause it came across loud and clear for me. Mm, and, People uh, say I have my head in the gutter. Dude, I, I know, I, I know I my do. way back and forth without even a flashlight anymore. Hey, yo, I got my own zip code. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, for those of you that are wondering why I suddenly had this um this 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 uh Mary Midley's double take there, uh, uh you know what? 
No. We're, you know what? If you don't understand the joke at this point, we can't help you on this one. We're not going to. Um, but where, where, is, where I was going, though, was that uh, I, my first job, I, I've said before, was working at a pharmacy. You don't have the legal... Okay. To the best of my knowledge, here in New York State, to the best of my knowledge, if it is a valid prescription from a legitimate doctor on correct uh, script blank, I guess is the right way of putting it, because there is actually like an, an official way of doing it at all, you as the pharmacy tech do not have the legal right of keeping that. If there was something funky about it, if it was perhaps a stolen um Script black, uh, script blank, because this happens every once in a while, or even a um, one that was uh, forged. Yes, you would be in your rights to hold on to it for investigative purposes later. But if it's a completely valid script, yeah, no, you you don't have you don't have the legal right to hold on to that. But um, there's a piece that. I want to hit really quickly. Uh, and, and this is going to specifically require help from, from Bridget and Dallin. Bridget, herd immunity typically would require approximately, I'm not holding you to a specific number, but best of your recollection, approximately what percentage of population to be immunized from something for it to if a flare-up were to happen, just to die on its own? Uh, somewhere between 80 and 90%. I'm not sure of the exact figure. That's okay. That's, that's, that's you're, good. You're talking about herd, uh, herd, herd immunity. immunity to handle the problem. Yeah. Right. For, you know, for the those that cannot get vaccinated for whatever reason. Right. They have health issues or something. Or they're too young. Good. That's 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 what I was looking for. It's like I have a relative in the family who can't take the flu shot because they're allergic to um, eggs. Well, originally it was because of a, a mild allergic reaction to eggs, but mm-hmm. now it's become even though they have a version of the flu shot that's no longer made with eggs as a foundation, because of other complications, they can no longer get the flu shots. Any of them. Period. Wow. Yes. There's many things that this person cannot do anymore. Yeah, it's it's a medical whack-a-mole game. Yeah, you, you, you fix one thing, you break two more. I mean, sometimes. Now, wait, yeah. <laughs> Dallin, but, here's you know, people sorry. who are in a compromise cannot get them, and mm-hmm. you know, um, I I think that that would also apply to people with autoimmune disorders. Now, the reason why I brought up the herd immunity thing is, and Dallin, here's here's where you get uh, you get a, a couple of moments on this one. All I need to do is give you <laughs> one term. Yeah, micro immunizations. Okay, you're the one with the book, and you're the one that read it, and you know what I'm talking about at this point, don't you? Wait, was it micro? Micro-inoculations? Uh, well, I know there's 
I'm looking here, microneedle-based vaccines, but I don't think that's quite right. No, the book that you read where the guy was making sure that people actually was thinking correctly because little bits of nuggets of knowledge all over the place started to get rid of the God virus. Yeah. Micro-inoculations. Yeah, that wasn't a book that I read. I thought I thought I thought it was. I, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about treating religion as if it was a virus, and to use m- micro inoculations against that virus, in terms of having a conversation with a person, and rather than trying to shove shit down their throat, oh, okay, you're ta- it, you you have the conversation with them where you go, well, how come you believe that? The oh, Socratic method, yeah, um, Brigosian. That's the one. The, the, the Handbook for Creating Atheists, the Street Epistemology Handbook. Yeah. You did uh, read that one, right? I uh, haven't finished it yet, but uh, been working on it. Uh, okay. 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 Yeah. But the idea of trying to use that and coupling it with the way that herd immunity works for physical ailments, these mental ailments of not knowing how to deal with correct information I'm kind of wondering this sounds like it might be a good fit then well, to kind of teach little pockets of people to especially children especially little children because yeah. as Art Linkletter has taught us kids say the darndest things yeah the, the trouble shut with, up No, the, the trouble with teaching kids of, of a certain age is when they go home and many kids are excited to, you know, to talk about what they've learned mm-hmm. and suddenly, you know, around nine or 10 years old, they come up to the parents and said, you know, at the dinner table, you know, Oh, by the way, do you know that uh, God is a, um, Oh God, what did, what did he call him? Oh, Stephen Fry's um, interview. There was one particular word that he used um, to describe God. Uh, but, uh, fiction. Santa Claus. No, no, no. It was, it was the one where he was like, you know. Um, feckless kids, coward. Kids born with cancer. Okay, let, let's go with feckless coward because it works. I like that one. Yeah. Cool. So, so I'm so, proud of so myself now. I did it good. Yay. Yeah. So so nine-year-old Timmy, you know, he, he's the, yeah, so, so so Timmy's been talking to somebody, uh, a street epistemologist, and gets the whole thing, and he realizes finally that, you know, God is a feckless coward. And he goes home uh, to mom and dad, and they're having table, you know, they're having dinner, you know, roast beef, potatoes, all that wonderful stuff. And, oh, what did you learn today, Timmy? Oh, I learned that God is a feckless coward. Timmy's in the obituary the next day. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 joke. no. That was because the it was dis- disowned. Mm. No, no joke. Yeah. No, and and the the only reason why we're we're laughing is because um, it's it hurts. It, it, it hurts. It's because it hurts. Because he's right. There are cases where kids have renounced their faith that they were never given an option to get into in the first place. It was just assumed by the parents that they are going to be Christian or Jewish or Muslim or whatever. They were never given and the opt-in 
option. Exactly. And when the kids rebel, now what a lot of parents seem to forget, or they think, uh, or they have the mentality of, oh, my kid will never do that. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, the the mentality that they forget is that when kids become teenagers and the hormones start churning, the kids are going to rebel. Why? Because that's just part of how we are as as people. You know, we want to get out from underneath our parents' shadows once we start coming into a certain mentality. That mentality tends to coincide with when our hormones start raging as well. Not always, but pretty consistently. And um, parents parents forget that... Oh well, look. You know, if if I try to knuckle down on this and restrict them even more and and tighten the ropes and the chains even more and more, they're going to fight back more and more because they're already fighting a back against the ropes. They're there. Instead, let the kids free and talk to them about their their decisions and their choices and such. You're worried about your kid not uh, wanting to go to church anymore. Well, rather than going, you're going to church and you're going to like it. I was like, no, 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 no. Sit down with them and go, so tell me, what is it about going to church that you now want makes you now want to avoid going to church? And don't dismiss their words. Don't say, hey, you know, uh, if the kid goes, well, it's boring. You don't go, well, it's not boring. You should be paying close attention or you're going to go to hell. And it's like, no, 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 no. That's how you get them to shut. That shuts down the conversation. It's, well, what about it is the part that you feel is the most boring? And what parts do you find interesting? These are things that parents are supposed to be doing. And many parents, of course, are either A, not aware. Their parents didn't do it with them. Nobody told them. They didn't read any books or they read the books about how it's better to hate your kids other than actually sitting down and having a conversation with them. Uh, you know, that whole wooden switch thing. And it, 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 it when you have a child who's rebelling and they're not allowed to at least learn during that stage that my parents are listening to me. My parents are paying attention to me or my parent might be a single parent family home um, or my guardian. You know, I'm trying to be more inclusive when they don't have that mentality of this person is listening to me. This adult is paying attention to me, even though I'm doing these things, you're going to wind up pushing them away. And, there's a reason why there are atheist havens for kids because they go in and they're like, Hey, I don't believe in your religion anymore. And they're like, not in my house. Get out. Don't come back. I don't want to see you ever again. And the kids are like 13, 14, 15. They're not legally able to get a job in most States to support themselves. And they're being thrown out on their ass. You know, it's just like, Excuse me? So one of the main things in the um, atheism subreddit that even I have written many times before, whenever kids get in there and go, 
I'm thinking about coming out of, uh, to my parents that I'm atheist. We tell them, are you dependent? We ask them if you're dependent upon your parents, if you're financially and, and, and all the other respects, don't do it. Wait until you're on your own because you don't know how they're going to take it. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're getting really close into, uh, need to, to, to wrap at this point, but, uh, really quickly, um, Stephanie had said, Jehovah's Witnesses and Mormons are notorious for disowning their adolescent children, literally throwing them onto the streets. Yep. Yeah, we, we know. And, and it isn't even, it isn't even just the adolescents. It doesn't matter what age you're at. You will just be, you will, you will simply cease to be, uh, an entity. You are completely persona non grata, and your family and all of your relations that are still in the church are not allowed to associate with you at all. Although, that doesn't always seem to take with some Jehovah's Witnesses who are a little bit more concerned about, you know, people instead of doctrine, which, thank you. Like I said, uh, we have to... We have to uh, finish wrapping up over here. Um, Bridget, uh, was 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 there anything last that you wanted to hit? No. All right, uh, Joey. I'm assuming that you have been completely quiet because, well, reasons. Uh, I don't know if you're even there at this point. Uh, are you? That there's anything that you wanted to say? He might be passed out. Yeah, it's entirely possible, <laughs> which would not surprise me right now. Yeah. Okay. He, he was hitting a nightclub kind of hard. Yeah. And, I and told you. For, for reasons. I told you. And um, Dallin, is there any last really quick thing that you wanted to drop in? Uh, just kind of reiterating what I said last time. We want to move forward. We need a foundation to start on. And... We we got it. It's in the hands of our kids. They need to know, at the very least, the basics so that they have something to springboard off of. They they need to be able to stand on the shoulders of giants as we did once before. And this kind of bullshittery is not giving them a very stable platform to start off of, and. I worry. I, you know, <laughs> you ever you ever had your parents say that you look? Oh, I worry about the next generation. Yeah, I never thought in a million years I'd hear myself say exactly the same thing, but here we are. Yep, just like you, I'm worried about that generation too. Not not the younger ones coming up. I'm I'm talking about the ones that are a little bit older than us because they still haven't gotten the hell out of the way. Uh, I could say something about eugenics at this point, but no. Get off my lawn! <sighs> anyway, kids. let me let me wrap this up with uh, with uh, something that is probably going to tickle the funny bone of a lot of people that love Bill Nye. Need me to get a, a rap beat? <laughs> no. Bill Nye had a thing about the cycle that is involved with the water evaporates, 
condenses, falls, it travels, it evaporates, and it just keeps going over and over and over again. And there really isn't any way of breaking that cycle. There really isn't. At least not something that we can do. Yes, the sun could, you know, swallow the earth and boil off the oceans, and that would do it, but then again, that's also completely removing the water from the earth, in which case there's no more water to continue that cycle. I know, it's kind of messy that way, but follow me a second. That cycle perpetuates itself. Without the water, you have no water cycle going on. Without these ideologies, you no longer have that cycle to continue in perpetuity. The only way that we can stop that is to get the ideologies out of the equation. There are a handful of people who hear me use that expression, out of the equation, and you know where I got that line from, and... You know, good on you. But really, what other choice is there? When it's a choice between our future as a species on this planet and the death knell of an idea that has shown itself to be less than truthful, to put it mildly, I'm sorry. If you want to call the death of an ideology that has proven itself to be unhelpful in the in the highest, yeah, you want to call it genocide of an idea, whatever helps you sleep at night. But we're talking about kids. We're talking about the kids that have yet to be born. Don't get me started on other pieces to go along with that line. The generations yet to come. It is our duty and our responsibility and our obligation to plant the trees that we will never enjoy the shade of. And if that's a problem, then maybe you're in the wrong field. We got to get done out of here. So, as always, everybody, thank you very much for being part and parcel of this whole damn thing. We hope that you found something worthwhile in all perspectives. Found something to think about that give you something, some pause, and hopefully some direction to help out in the future with everything. We go ahead and thank everybody, as always, for being with Tech. As always, thank you very much for your time, man. You have yourself a... Uh, you have yourself a good sleep in, I hope, tomorrow morning. Today. Morning. Whatever the hell day it is. I don't care. I'm going to try. Thank you. No worries, man. You, uh, you, hopefully you won't end up uh, out of a job like a whole, other, a whole bunch of other people recently. So you enjoy that. Yeah. And it looks, uh, I'm looking over at the, the live chat and it's like, oh, cool. I got a fan. <laughs> I welled up to like the size of my screen now. <laughs> Dude, eight million sorry, eight billion people on this rock. There's gotta be somebody. Seriously. <laughs> I'm not used to this. Yeah, so, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And 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 tech would be the first one to admit me saying, 
you know, if it was Digital Dog Cow saying it, yeah, he'd completely believe me right away without even a thought about it. Dude, if Digital Dog Cow showed up in our live chat and said it was a fan of mine, <laughs> I, 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 that'd be like meeting for me, like one of my uh, idol. Uh, my hero is my father. Okay. But one of my idols is Weird Al Yankovic. Mm. If I were to meet Weird Al and he were to say I was a fan of mine, my head would just go like splody. Okay. Yeah. So same thing with Digital Dog Cow. Digital <laughs> Dog Cow said he was a fan of mine. My head would just go. You, you would see it. This black and white screen would be covered in red and gray matter. Because <laughs> uh, it just go pop pop. I, I was I was gonna go with white, but okay, that's 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 fine. We'll do we'll do it that way. You have a good yes, night. Jared. You are some you, you am somebody. They, I I will explain off the air. Don't worry, <laughs> I will I will explain it off the air. I have no idea if you're actually awake at this point, but Joey, if you are there, thanks for uh, taking up part of the video real estate. I guess tonight. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go on the idea that uh, Joe's probably passed out at yeah, this point, which is yeah. perfectly fine. I, I think he's uh, he's saying hello to Klaus. Yeah, could be. <laughs> so uh, on on Joey's behalf, thank you everybody for being with us. Hope that you had yourself a good time, and uh, he'll hopefully be back with us next week, feeling much better for himself. Bridget, of course, thank you. Uh, sorry for putting you on the spot for a couple items, but as always, okay. thank you very much. And. Uh, you uh you you have yourself uh you have yourself a good week I hope. Yeah, I, I will do my best. We'll uh we'll we'll find a trebuchet that can uh, throw you over the over the hedge into, <laughs> into which wait which which province are you below? Uh, She's on Eastern Time. That's going to be kind of Ontario way. Uh no. Well, I'm closer to Ontario, but I'm actually central. Yeah, so oh. she uh what's what's just to the west of uh of Ontario? No idea. No, 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 no. You don't want to say uh just you, no. You you completely broke up there, who? What's wrong no. with Ontario? He, no, no, she, no, no, no. He he asked what is west of Ontario and I went, No. What what is because I forgot Manitoba. Manitoba. Just oh, no. Could, <laughs> You're doing fine, Manitoba, Manitoba, M-O-T-O-B-O-B-A, Manitoba. Eh? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, it's completely stolen from somebody else, and I, I I might have had a little bit too much to drink tonight. I'm sorry about that. So, There's Bridget- a reason they call it Winterpeg. <laughs> if anybody wants to get in touch with you. It is, as you'll say, Canadian Siberia. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, send me a friend request, Bridget Fitch. Um, you can see my musings on my blog at bridgetfitch2112.wordpress.com or find me Monday night at 9.30 Eastern Time, 8.30 Central on Beyond the Trailer Park where we're going to be discussing the craziest Bible stories you've ever read. Oh, that is a very, very large group. You, you, you guys sure that you got enough room on the eight and a half by eleven sheet of paper for this stuff? Well, we're gonna do the top ten craziest. Uh that's gonna be a real tough choice there. Yeah, but I mean, uh, uh, we'll, we'll take the best ones. 
I'm, I'm there's just, so many we could choose from. You I'm, know? I'm oh. sorry. I've, I've just got a talking ass in my head right now, and I'm just trying to figure out. You know, I, I, I'm going to say what I'm hearing. I'm hearing Joey. Mm. Brought oh. to you tonight by the folks at crack.com. Oh, <laughs> yeah, because the Bible is just full of crazy. <sighs> You know, if there isn't if if there isn't a sword mouth showing in there, you've completely lost all credibility with me. I, I want you to know right now. <laughs> so keep keep that in mind. Anyway, and uh, Dallin, um, yeah, I yeah. I, I, I told Dallin, <laughs> I kind of I kind of Dallin kind of knew it was coming before I uh, before I told about the show. And um, yeah, we we basically both were just this is Ugh. just stupid as shit. It is um, relating to the thing that sparked this whole thing. Though I am glad that it's on uh, our side of the border. Yeah, I don't blame you. No, 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 no. Well, okay, yes, <laughs> I am. Yes. But 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 I'm also glad that that teacher and that um, uh, that director, or whatever, were able to actually put her back in her place. Yeah. You know, and I, I hope that serves as kind of a thing to other people. Just like, look, if you get one of these people in your school board who starts talking like this, you smack them down with extreme prejudice. Yep. Or you call the satanic temple. No, you know, you don't. No, you, you, you know, you, you keep all that stuff out of it because. Hey, look, all props to them for, for standing up for what they believe in and all that kind of stuff and, and the, the values they share and everything like that. But unfortunately, against these god hogs, they're not, they're not taking them seriously yet. Mm. Mm. And a lot of the moderates out there, a lot of the normies, are also not taking them seriously yet. Yep. Which is the really bad, you know, and that's a terrible thing. But anyways. Um, Peace at a time, man. Yeah, that's uh, that's all you can really say. Uh, yeah, the satanic temple only really works in certain scenarios, anyway. Yeah, um, I wanted to dovetail one thing. Tech said about the who was that again? The, the the guy that you said that your head would explode. Digital oh, dog cow. Dog cow. Or yeah. Mike. Uh, I also mentioned Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah, no, it's okay. Um, I joined a Discord server earlier this week for an author that I follow. And this is a guy that I have followed for many, many, many years. And I came in with my usual, you know, name. And he pinged me right away. He's like, I remember you. Oh, shit. So. Oh, it, it felt great. Um, oh, was this the guy with the uh, 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 the uh, football thing? league? No, no. God, if it was him, yeah. I'd be I, I'd be well, like. Um, I was hoping. No, but just about. He, he's again. He's he's one of the guys that really inspired me to try to write, and is going to get me back into doing the thing. Once, uh, what is it? As they say, uh, get your house in perfect order before you criticize the world. Yeah, um, I got to get. I got to work on that house thing. <laughs> Anyways, see, that's um, why I say start with an apartment. It's smaller and easier to manage. That's what you think, because that's what I got. Anyways, um, on the subject of keeping things in order, of course, I am the custodian or the curator of the audio version of the show over at holycraftheblogcast.com. And for other such weird thoughts that uh, maybe don't fit into the scope of the show, crazy as that may sound, 
Uh, you can catch those over at inthewind.yo5.ca. Thank you guys so very much. So let me... There we go. There we go. I got everything right. Yay. Videos did a little different. Sorry. I'm still kind of futzing a couple of these pieces. So if you'd like to be in touch with us, as was mentioned... Take a swing over to holycrapthevolcast.com. All of our information is over there for contact. And you can see all the information right over there. The phone number for us, of course, is 859-HCTV-554, 859-4288-554. And love to, uh, love to have you guys check us out. Um, we'll be back again next week. What the topic is going to be at that point? As usual, who in the hell knows? A lot of it is going to depend on some stuff. However, albatross. However, we never stay on topic anyway. So, well, we we do, but there there there's a lot of you know there's a lot of stuff that's kind of fringe of it all. Uh, however, there is a news story that is making the rounds on Facebook again. It's recycled news from a couple years ago, but it might be worthwhile. Because uh, I need to vet it a little bit further in order to double check and make sure it's all on the up and up. In which case, we might actually have an upper news story for a change. Won't that be nice? Hmm. And now I've got uh, now I've got Marvin the Martian in my head right about now. Isn't that lovely? No, I'm not going to do his voice tonight. Screw that noise. Where is the kaboom? There should have been an earth-shattering kaboom. See, and I keep screwing it up. I keep saying an earth-shattering, deafening kaboom. I don't know where I picked that one up from. Uh, Whatever. Any case, do have yourselves a good night, and enjoy the hell out of yourselves, and we will be seeing you soon. So, on behalf of everyone, of course, as always, I wish you all the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. And, of course, my lady, too damn many years later, I'm still in love. Matane Fujin, I love you, I miss you, dream of me. Till the next time we get together, everyone, as always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.